keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Up and Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world. Joining us today for the first time is the hilarious Mike Feeney. Hello, Mike. Hey, how are and you? And as always, Sergeant Slaughterhouse. What's up, boys? <laughs> Scotty Chaps. <laughs> Scotty, you got some breaking news for Guys, us. Guys, we have breaking news, okay? 45 minutes ago, Dave Meltzer said... <laughs> Just heard shots firing on my wrestling war radar gun, <laughs> which is not a what sentence. Is, wait, what is that nor mean? breaking news. What is, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, literally everybody's just like. Is he? Is he talking about like a police scanner, or is he talking about? Well, this guy brings up a great point. He says uh, that's really bad wording. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Ta- uh, is he talking about actual shooting or like like like? I guess. I guess news? something's about to happen. I guess. You know, either WWE or AEW is going to pull the trigger on something. I mean, whether that's uh, a talent jumping ship or I mean, it's but shots firing is a that means you're being attacked. Yeah, so it's like okay, he just heard the way he, re- well, he okay, the way he, so first off he reported that like a like a shooting like the El Paso right yeah, yeah the way he tweeted that was like really alarming yeah well if you want to compete with the real news I mean you know you got to act like everything's <laughs> a shooting I guess so let's break this down he goes he just heard shots firing so he heard them with his ears yeah yeah on his radar gun <laughs> <laughs> well they're fast they're fast bullets you know, know what I mean so, uh, Feeney if you don't know Dave Meltzer is like the most respected. Uh, wrestling critic. Would you call him a wrestling critic? Uh, I mean, retard? Reporter. reporter. (laughs) I didn't want to call him a retard, but man, I met him at... uh, Where were we? Come on. We went to uh, All In. All In. Yeah, we went to All In. In. You sat with him, right? I didn't sit with him. I took a picture with him. Uh, Surprisingly, one of the more in-fit legends there. Oh, oh, like in shape? Yeah, in shape. You're talking like Meltzer. In-fit. In-fit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I met him too. He wears, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, pants like... like jeans, like in the early 90s, they're like like how Bret Hart and all the the Hart Foundation used to wear like the t-shirt tucked into the jeans. Yeah, but yeah, he's like yeah. four foot seven. With, like dad jeans, like very yes. loose. Yeah, like dad jeans, and, and it Melissa looks, Etheridge type jeans. Yeah, It Boot looks cut. like he's wearing a diaper in them. <laughs> You can tell. He's I, was, I, 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 lo- I love that you're like. I won't use the word retard, but yeah, he probably shits himself. Yeah, you just describe yeah. a retard. <laughs> Let's get to the ten count. Number one, <laughs> Seth goes over Lesnar clean at SummerSlam. Was this the right decision? First, I'll be the first one to say it was a great match. It was a great match. Even man. if you don't like Seth Rollins, even if you don't like Brock Lesnar, they put on a hell of a fucking main event. It was event. so good. Feeny, did you, know, did you get to watch it? I did watch it. And here's and, so and, I, and Feeny's, yeah, give your history. I'm here. gonna preface this by saying, like, as a as a child, like I was the biggest 
I was a, just a massive wrestler. My uncle was so into wrestling. He took me. Yeah. To, I went to so many events, and uh, you know, Nassau Coliseum and Madison Square Garden. Yeah, right. Growing That's up where on I Long went Island. to my first WWF event. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember the first Brett time you, know, you go. The, the first time you see Undertaker live, all the lights go out, all that stuff. Yeah, the, it was uh, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I was I was really big into wrestling, and then I think it was around like seventh or eighth grade. It was one of those big things that all of us had in common with oh, my group of friends. And then I came in on a Monday and was like, oh, my God, did you guys watch wrestling last night? And I swear to God, all of them were just like, we don't watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> and all, like it felt over. <laughs> it felt like that. Eggs. And I just was like, I had nobody to talk to about it. And also it was the 30th time Undertaker and Kane were wrestling again. And I just kind of was like, ah, I kind of took a step uh, back. But. And that was right after the Austin era. Yeah, yeah. So I was full in with Austin, and like, I mean, Shawn Michaels was always my my you know my go to guy. But yeah, you know, I mean, how could you not love Stone Cold? But yeah, it was right around that time I started like checking out. But I rediscovered wrestling, or I've refallen in love with like still, I guess the nostalgia wrestling when I I bought a WWE game la a couple oh, years shit. back, and yeah. I just played with like right. the older guys, and you know I, I'll work in some of the new guys, so I actually have like some working knowledge of it. But yeah, I don't. I don't follow it on a week-to-week -week basis, but fuck it's yeah. the best. Well, yeah. if you like Stone Cold, you're going to love Seth freaking <laughs> yeah. Rollins. Well, so, yeah. So, with that said, right? Um, and also, side note, my wife was a huge wrestling fan also because her oh, uncle shit. was a huge wrestling fan. She had a oh, six-foot awesome. six cardboard cutout of Stone Cold Steve Austin in her fucking yes. bedroom. Way safer than having a real six-foot Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, but I watched this event. I watched the Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar. And I got to say, first off, it's so unfortunate that Seth, uh, you know, not only had the injured ribs, but he had to wear the bandages. Cause I mean, what a dead giveaway to Brock Lesnar, you know, you're like, Oh, you should have concealed it. I love kayfabe Feeney. It's, <laughs> that's such a great point from an outsider. It's like, if you are injured, why would you like show it? Because yeah. then the guy knows, Oh, hit there. Cause he really, Cause he really worked those ribs, yeah. you know, I'm gonna hit where how the cool was that is. spot when he was just holding him by the bandaid and yeah, three, spinning, him spinning him around, tossed him out. But yeah, it, it he did. He also did an amazing, I said, on is so athletic. Man, he did that crazy. He was yeah. about to get uh, like the German suplex, and he, you know, did a backflip out yeah. of it more than once. Which oh was... yeah, and people are calling it brilliant. Which fuck you, but it was cool. It was like that. The one way to beat him is because oh, all Brock Lesnar does is suplexes. Right. And well, yeah, there were no less than three hundred yeah. German suplexes. And so, and so this guy was like, if I just rotate a little more i'll <laughs> land on my feet and it was scott hates seth rollins hate so him. it's really hard for him to admit that this was i hate him and this was this was a great it was a phenomenal slam Dude, i event. think seth rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world i just think uh, he's with a company that won't let him be and he's not pushing it because he's a little bitch do you well, think that he should have gone over i mean i mean he should have just won at mania and then this should have never happened like, like and this should have been the match of Mania. He should have kept the title. Lesnar should have never beat him after Mania. And this should have been the match of wait, Mania. Wait, Lesnar... Wait, yeah, he beat Lesnar at Mania. He beat Lesnar at Mania, but the, See, the, I, the knock so against him is that he... He kicked him in the nuts, and in this match, he didn't kick him in the nuts. Yes. <laughs> wow. What so he cheated to win at Mania, even as a face. People were excited, but... I mean, I think the reason that they're doing this is obviously because they want Brock as the champion on Fox at SmackDown. Oh, you think so? Yeah, oh, I'm almost positive. You think he's going after Kofi? I think that the premiere episode, they're going to have Kofi versus Brock, and Brock's going to beat him. 
Well, that's, and this is also probably something I, that I assume in the wrestling community has been talked about at great length, but I was watching that. You're like, transgender troops in the military. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Seth said that to me is just such a, I get such a Shawn Michaels ripoff from him when Dude, watching him. Like, he does the super kick. He cries when he wins the belt with it on his <laughs> knees, just like Shawn Michaels. It's like, I've seen all of this. It felt like I was watching, uh, you know, he's Shawn well, Michaels. What you're going to realize is there's like 12 Shawn Michaels ripoffs. It, at first, it was like if you were good at wrestling, you were ripping off Shawn Michaels. Right, if you were athletic. That's how bad things got for a while. Right. Where it was like if you can hold your own, you're ripping off Shawn Michaels. But now it's like, yeah, I mean, Rollins has a Michaels thing. I mean, Ziggler definitely has a Michaels thing. Ziggler, uh, props to Ziggler for this new character that he has, because he clearly doesn't give a shit about looking like the coolest fucking wrestler in the world. No, he and just wants like, his he's money. Like a, he's like the funniest. He's like the best comedic wrestler of well, all time. Well, no. Doing, you know Whoa. what I mean? Really? I, no, no, in, in the sense that, like, I'm not saying he's, well, he's the not best at doing comedy, but he's the best wrestler that's now, like, a comedic. Which he is doing comedy. Yeah, yeah now he's yeah. doing comedy, but he's the best wrestler who's ever been in this role. You'd have to say, right? In what role? In the role of, because if you saw how he was used at Goldberg, he was basically a punching bag, and then the yes. next night with The Miz, he did the same shit. And he lost. He did the same shit. I, I think that was, that was on Raw. That didn't piss you off. I figured, hey, I understand. I Goldberg's think that's what he wanted. He got, it, he got to say the flesh wound thing. Because, you, you know, he wants he to be a comic. Yeah, he desperately... He's spout off he does some comedy. Python it's in his, references. It's in his bio. It says, yeah. like, wrestler, stand-up comedian. Yeah, like, he doesn't want... It. He's transitioning to stand-up comedy. So Talking he's just going to be, like, running bits again. that he's loved? I would say so. Like, his, like... Like, you know, like he like is in awe of like he's like a mutual friend of a lot of our friends. Yeah, man. I met him. Really nice guy. Like, um, so but like, sweet. you know, he Very loves nice. he loves like Andy Kindler. Like he loves like he's like into like he's deep uh, he down the losers. comedy. <laughs> Andy Kindler's a fucking loser. I love this. <laughs> Taking well, shots. He is. He's a bitch. He's been nice to me. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that's classic that's, uh, from a classic man who still wants to work in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Andy Kindler. Number two. This chances. is the real news. Abushi is your G1 Climax winner. Gong! Scott's New Japan Corner. Fucking A, man. How magical was that? Did you cry, Dan? I did not cry, but I was incredibly happy with the results as I was talking to Zach. Zach and I are big Abushi fans. Isn't that right, Zach? Love Abushi. Thumbs up from Zach. It yeah. Was, it was terrific. magical, man. Jay White really pulled it off, too. It wasn't like the most technically, you know. No, the best match I thought in the tournament was Abushi and Okada in the finals. Would oh, you that, agree? that was your favorite of the whole tournament? That was my favorite. Well, hey, that's great because guess favorite. what? It's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. Unless it is going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom, and then. I think it could. I don't know what match do you think was better during this G one. I, I there was a few Osprey matches that really had Osprey me, Okada was really Osprey great. Okada had me Osprey uh, Shingo for some reason really. Uh, There's so many good matches. Stuff. Moxley versus Ishii was great. But anyway, if you haven't watched the tournament, you're not going to watch it now. There's too much to watch. You fucked up. You're an idiot. Start watching it next year. Stop being racist. It's racist to not watch the G1. It's it, they were, yeah. It was impressive how athletic that they <laughs> yes. were. I mean, it was. It felt also, even though like besides American, I think as far as like people who were the most racist, it would have to go like well top tier Indians, right? Then Japanese, you think Indians are the most then racist? Americans. Yeah, probably. Indians they have a racist. fucking caste system. They have a what? They, they have, have a, a fucking right. caste system. 
uh, cast with an E means a different thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know anything about Please give me the news right now. <laughs> give me the news. They on, have a caste system. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. That means that, like, you know, they literally have a class called Untouchables in India. And then what, what the, are they? They're basically like, I mean, I, I don't know enough. I mean, like, when I was in high school, it was like the lowest rung of the societal ladder. Oh, and they're called untouchables, and it's like yeah. basically like don't fuck them, don't hang out with these people. Well, like this, a, a top tier class wouldn't hang out wow. with them. And is it divided in races though, or it's I think just, it's probably money. it's more wealth, it's yeah. more economic, than yeah. Anything else? I wonder who is the most racist people. Yeah. Although I think like the caste system, like like it's not as. I'll say this, and I know uh-huh. I know it's not on the list, but I watched some AAA this week, right? You watch New Japan. The English commentary is, like, literally the best commentary in the business. It's better than WWE somehow, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they're not even an English company. It's a Japanese company, but the English commentary, commentary is phenomenal. I turned on the English commentary for a fucking AAA show. How is it? Holy shit. It's just some Spanish guy who, like, barely knows English who's just like, he flipped. <laughs> he down and it's like in japan like they're so captivated and then Kevin AAA, like, everybody's terrific. like fingering fucking each other in the audience it's like, it's like you really do get a sense of the cultures i love what, scott's like 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 don't be racist but well, no yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just i mean these mexican wrestlers are selling oranges outside the highway <laughs> it's just literally what you see you really get a feel no, i don't want hot like, sauce dude, on my mangoes I'm, and yeah. I've, I've, I've said this i've said this many times i didn't know shit about japan Japanese culture about Japan. I knew Tokyo. That was it. Yeah. That was fucking it. I thought Hong Kong was a part of Japan and shit, right? Well, Japanese think like they're the premier Asians. That's like well, hey, uh, if we're if we're I basing would... it on pro wrestling, which I am, they're the fucking <laughs> premier Asians. Yeah, I think I would rate them as the premier I mean, they Asian. Are. They, they, they are they, the premier Asian. Everything seems very calculated. I they think have... with the way the world economy is going, you you want to say the Chinese are number one now. Just for your own personal safety. Sure. They yes. hate the yes. fucking Japanese. The Chinese are the best. I will say... When well, they did. In and watch- they had a lot of reasons, too, in World War II. In watching the uh, the G1 <laughs> thing, there was that... I don't know. I don't know which guy it was, but he did like a wild, like running knee. To I think that was probably like his finisher. It was like, But it was one of those moves where yeah. you go, if I was a, still a kid trying to sell... You know, you that there's that... I used to always show people the Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell when people were like wrestling fake yeah, and I'd be like oh yeah you know what I mean that this. that running knee I watched it like three times to see how the guy could have moved his head he didn't put his yeah. hand up like he just looked like he just got caught with a running knee the rumor full force. is now I don't remember if I heard this or I made it up so I really don't remember the rumor is according to me that these guys, <laughs> when they train in the dojos, like a big thing in Japan, you notice these guys aren't too fit, but they really focus on neck work. Like, that's a big thing. Like, make your neck stronger than every part of your body because we're going to fucking destroy and it. And, we're, like, we're, so they land on their heads and it doesn't affect them. They're just We were different. talking about Buddy Murphy before the podcast, and if you look at his neck, it's very similar beast, yeah. to, like, the like, like the way what Abushi's neck looks like and... Yeah, they're, what they're, Okada's neck looks like. They're superior at the magic trick of professional wrestling. Yeah, Japanese, the, you know that that cult, you know whatever that part of the world has learned yeah. how to make it look more real. Apparently, it doesn't hurt them. That's what I've heard. That they're not getting hurt. Like guys in America are getting hurt just as much as them. Well, I think also this. There's two reasons for that. Uh, number one, the schedule for WWE is way more rigorous than New Japan. True. Uh, and number two. Um, like <laughs> in America, there's so many fucking 
bullshit promotions and there's so many people like you know like i mean no no offense like ccw but some of these guys you know I mean, they should be working the kitchen of a prison and not right. wrestling. Yeah, so yeah. They, they no really don't know to how to. Milligan. It's not like they're fucking. And it's not like they're fucking <laughs> athletes. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's not like they're fucking athletes. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's so many guys in. And, and, you know what I like about Japan too? Even the guys who aren't fit, though, like they look like bar fighters. Like they look like they'll fuck you up. And in America, the guys who don't look like they could fight could actually be beat up by most people. But that was always a thing <laughs> I don't too, know right? You had, you had the huge yeah, you had the huge guy, you know yeah. what I mean? Whether it was like Andre yeah. the Giant or like Mark Henry. You always had these giant yes. like uh like Mark Henry was strong, but he wasn't like, you know, agile. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. He would definitely slightest. fuck you up, that guy. Oh yeah. Uh other big news is uh Kenta is now in the New Japan Bullet Club Stable and the return of Shibata. Yeah, man, it was the best, uh, the best angle of the year. I don't know if now, you're not a I racist. Don't, I don't know Shibata that well, so can you, bro? Tell me? All right, so Shibata. Well, I mean, that's the thing. So what? Wrestle Kingdom Eleven is like when people started tuning in, like Western mm. culture, including what, myself. I didn't. Really, what I didn't Wrestle really Kingdom it. are they? Wrestle at Kingdom Eleven. Oh God, what, what Wrestle? What fourteen is coming mm-hmm. up or fifteen? Mm-hmm. I think it's fourteen coming up. And so 11 was the first Okada Kenny, right? And that's when people started yeah. tuning in. And then what was it? Like two or three months after that was Shibata versus Okada. And then Shibata was out because he headbutted Okada. And uh, there was blood on the brain, right? They do brain surgery. Apparently he was blind for a month. Like this is oh all real God. shit. The other thing about Japan is like you never – I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know – if dirt sheets exist there, like if there, you know, if there's like websites in Japan where you could like learn things, like, so him coming out, you go, is he medically clear? Like, I have no idea. I don't know if this whole blinding for a month was bullshit. I don't know. I'm sure that wasn't bullshit. If but he was, I mean, he was done. He's been working at like the LA dojo. He's trying to get these American guys ready for new Japan. Right. And, uh, and then Kenta, I mean, I don't even know. Like, should I just run down the whole reason? Well, this is I, so Kenta significant. The club it's just magic. Shibata brought him in. And then yeah. Shibata. Kenta. Yeah. Shibata brought him in. I mean, they have a, history with each other they're like good friends and you know kenta turns on this new japan audience because they've been booing him anyway but he joins the bullet club and shibata's like fuck that you're not gonna disrespect me i brought you in you're not gonna and this dude shibata beats the fuck out of kenta how cool was it well the drop kicks are unreal Ah, uh, it was the coolest thing. Did you? Did you? I don't know if you got to see this. It, it just—he beat his ass, and then the Bullet Club jumped him, and then, and then Kenta sat on him like Shibata. That's how Shibata sits. If you don't know, Shibata, you know, does kind of like that CM Punk pipe bomb sit down thing. Right, right, right. And so to, for Kenta to sit on him like that, and then have the well, Bullet the thing Club about the Bullet Club him. now, which is obviously the Bullet Club isn't as cool as it was no. with like Young Bucks and Omega and Cody, and they kind of made it not that cool either. Like, but Bullet Club was cool with like Balor and Anderson and stuff. But you know? but now then, it's like, like it's a true, but deal. it's a true heel stable now. Oh yeah! For the first time, like everybody genuinely hates everybody that's in that. Yeah, they're back, and Jay White fucking rules. And that was another great thing. So it's like then two matches later, you have Jay White versus uh, Ibushi, and all of Bullet Bullet Club comes out, and Kenta walks out with him, and you're just like, oh, they're back. Jay White reminds me a lot of Seth Rollins when he first joined the Authority. Uh, As far as a heel, and I loved, I loved, I loved Seth Rollins when he first joined the Authority, but. It was uh, it was it was an unbelievable experience watching this entire G one. It was probably probably my favorite thing that I've done with wrestling this year. And I you know I watched I was live at Double or Nothing. I was live at WrestleMania, and that was 
That was pretty cool. I mean, that or like, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was like, during Double or Nothing, I somehow found a way to sneak into a room, just a room where it was me and a cameraman and Kenny Omega cutting a program promo on John Moxley. I didn't know that. I was there because I wanted to get a picture with Kenny and I just kept following Kenny and they just let me sit in the corner. When, yeah, no, they like, creepily sat in the corner while like they just had a promo. So that was kind of cool being in it's, on that. That's very cool, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, watching this G1 this year was was fantastic. And yeah. I'm going to disagree with Scott. Go back and watch it if you haven't seen it, even though you know no, that yeah. she wins. Why? Why can't you just go back and oh, enjoy so, it? Because So the G1 is like a month and a half long tournament where it's like every match is like 20 minutes. I mean, no more than 30 because it's 30 minute time limits. But like... There's a lot of matches. Like, no one has the time to catch Well, up. you can watch the highlights each match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely watch the highlights and, you know, check lists. You know, there's lists online of the best matches and watch them all. Uh, and now we have the uh, the Super J Cup coming up in, like, what, two or three weeks. Is Osprey going to be part of that? Yeah, he rules. He's going to do everything. He's fighting Amazing Red in the first match. I don't know like, who Amazing Red is. I'm I saw Amazing pretty- Red uh, in Newark, New Jersey, wrestle when I was a kid. And uh, he's like a guy who, like a lot of these guys, like Osprey, like they will go to. They claim like they owe him so much because, yeah, man. I mean, dude, think about guys like Frankie Gazarian and Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin and Amazing Red, like these dudes who the Indies were right, weren't a big deal. They yeah, they were right before the bubble burst. Yeah, and like these were guys who kept it going, and like I feel like they don't really get much love. It kind of stinks for them. Like all those TNA guys. I mean, Daniels is with AEW. Well, yeah, but, but you always hear that too in like the eighties, like with Hogan and Macho, and they'd be like, like uh, Grizzly Axelrod could yeah, work. Yeah, yeah and you're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, oh, he, fought, he fought the Tallahassee territory. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, nobody knows that, but a bunch of swamp people. <laughs> Cornette. <laughs> yeah, Cornette would take issue with that. Who Cornette got? No, somebody came back at Cornette this week on Twitter, and it was really fucking funny. And it was just so on it. Like, I got to give props to whoever that fucking guy is. I wish it was. I'll try to here, find go, him. We'll bring it up uh, later on the podcast. But let's move to number three. This week in face and heel turns, Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah, I just, this is like, for me, my biggest problem with WWE. You have Samoa. We need a, You need another face on Monday nights because they're probably going to turn Braun heel or some version of a heel against Seth for at least a month. You think so? Or you think it's just going to be like boys um, fighting? I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. I don't know what they're going to do, but apparently Clash of you know champions. Oh, the main yeah, event no, is going to be Braun and Seth. Um, but Samoa Joe turns face by beating Sami Zayn up, and then turns heel again on the crowd. And then as a full-fledged corporate heel the next night on SmackDown, I just, I mean, the guy's so fucking over. And his music is over. His yeah, music is face shit. music. And, wh- and why not have him? I mean, there's not many genuine faces. Why not have him as a face? Because they can only focus on, like, three guys at a time. And then everybody else is just fucked. I mean, Sami Zayn, what are they doing with Zayn? His return was awesome. It was like kind of like the Daniel Bryan vegan thing, but against social media. That's completely gone. He's just getting it's his ass there. kicked It's still there. It's just not his highlight. I mean, that's still his character. Joe, n- nothing to do with him. I think that they're a little bit nervous because Joe is injury prone and he's older. Mm. So I, it, I, I, I do think that if they had fucking made the right decision and signed Samoa Joe eight years ago, that yeah. he would be a WrestleMania main eventer. But because of where he is 
you know, with injuries and his age, I, I just don't think that that's going to happen. I also and I and I watched this. I watched like the interview and everything where he started. And I just I something about it. I understand that at some point, almost everybody. How many wrestlers have not? Turned heel, like I mean, in the grand scheme. I mean, what is there like four? Well, Deb, it depends yeah. on what you, how far you go back. I'd Ricky say Steamboat. you can't find Ricky was a face the entire time. Yeah, because Hogan was Hogan was a heel in the beginning, and then he became a face. Cena was a heel in the beginning, and then became a face. I mean, there's there's it, very few because also like being Mysterio, a heel. Ray Mysterio, has he ever been a heel? I'm sure somebody could Maybe pull in WCW, like I was for two weeks. Yeah, he was a heel. Or you, you think that's what's going to be now? That whole my family thing, where he lost to uh, Andrade twice. I don't know. How can you make Rey Mysterio a heel? Yeah, what's he going to do? He's too big. No, he I is. mean he's too small. He's too like, small. Yeah, you can't. What do you? Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't. mean they. Made, I mean the size thing. It's like fucking X Pac was a heel. You know what I mean? They made him a heel. Yeah, you know, it's like. Um, Little guys have been here. But I just, there's something but about... But X-Pac could do those bitchy promos, and I don't know if Ray Mysterio... Maybe Ray Mysterio can. Maybe he'd like to do that. But remember when like, X-Pac was one, two, three kid, and he was supposed yeah. to be like this, well, like... Had that yeah, crybaby match with Under- him and Razor Ramon. Yeah, he yeah. Literally put a diaper on Sean. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, he put a... Uh, Sean Waldman, he put a diaper on him, and he, like, spanked him in the middle of the oh, ring. so God. fucking... Which you knew Vince was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Put a little powder on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, there's something about this watching this where i'm like i just don't buy the re like i just wish there was a better reason for why because essentially he just was like he yelled at the crowd being like you believed what we all told you and now i'm mad at you forever and you're like what (laughs) why why is that the reason every wrestler's like reason he hates the crowd is like very like crazy girlfriend shit yeah (laughs) they were just and they were still chanting his name it really is they were still chanting his name when he left and he's just trying to like you cheered him and it's like no i just said hi to i just said hi It was just like a quick hello, and that's yeah. also I we were saw told it. you to liked cheer. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is that's true. That's what that's why one of the most masterful promos ever is that Mick Foley Kane Dewey promo. Yeah, because like he turns on the crowd for a real fucking reason. Yes, yes. Right, he's like, you want to fucking hurt my child? Yeah, gonna, yeah. you sick fuck. But that this? was so easy to do with the ECW crowd because they were all just like, of course, you know, registered sex offenders. Yeah, and yeah. fucking yeah. felons. Yeah, I mean, Foley's and... right. Like, fo- like Foley's <laughs> he's a heel, but it's like he's right. Yeah, like the entire f- ECW crowd is like, dads, you thought that we're cool in high school, but yeah. then you realize we're shitty parents when you grow F- up. Feeney gets it. He, <laughs> he has a podcast on Gas Digital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm very he aware of the what, audience. what an ECW you know what I mean? crowd would be like. <laughs> and also of Mick Foley, too, because he grew up, I mean, he lived very a couple towns over go. from me in Long Island. That's so right. my mom would see him at the post office all the time. He oh, just looked so like cool. a, always wore like the flannel. Like he's, my, my mom, if my mom Where didn't know. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Center Reach, and he oh, lived okay. in St. James. But it was like it was one of those things where if if my mom didn't know who he was because I was such a big wrestling fan, she was like he looked like a homeless person. And this was when he was still wrestling. Yeah. But and I've seen him in the airport a few times. And boy, I mean, he is he's been he's been he's not doing well. No, but he's a big boy. He was always big. He's big, big man. No, I just mean boy. like I mean he's like. <laughs> you said like <laughs> you said like his know. father. No, like, well, no, because him. everyone goes. <laughs> he got made no, fun because of he does school? look like a fucking mess all the time, and a lot of people. A lot I don't people mean that. Know. I don't mean that he's out of shape. I mean that he has had way too many injuries. Like he looks like yes. he just got out of a car accident yeah. a minute ago. I would say I will say that he. Can you think of any wrestler besides McFoley who has put people over better? Because I can't. 
He did it for the Undertaker. He did it for Triple H. He did it for The Rock. He did it for Stone Cold. He was always he a did it for Randy bag. Orton. He did it for Edge. Jericho was trying there, I guess, right? Um, I, but not the same way, man. No, no, no. It's not for the same Kane. Way. He like ev- everybody they wanted him to put over. He made it look like a million fucking bucks. Wasn't wasn't and, uh, wasn't Mankind's first match in WWF against the Undertaker and beating him? Because I remember well, that was he, the first big match. And yeah, he probably had like something against like Spark Plug Holly or something. And it wasn't like, even on like a pay per view. It was like a regular. I don't know if it was like Raw or just like a regular uh, night. I remember I think it was watching like an in your that house being like, or something. Yeah. yeah, where I was like, Love who the hell? In your house. And then he just got fucking mandible clawed, bro. They need to do in your house more. No, that was the worst, man. That, that was, was bad. That was really bad. Is that the one where they when would I watched go it, to the somebody's... first one? I watched the first. No, in your house was like they would the give a house away. Like, yes. That, wait, wait, that was part of it. The first one they gave a house away. And you don't and want them to like do a, that, you piece of shit. It was a, no. I mean, like I'm fine with doing one a year. I just don't want them to do what they did, which is they did it every month instead of other paper. Yeah. One in your house is cool. It's a fun throwback, and you I give like away it. a house. And the house they gave away was like. A nice Florida retirement house. It wasn't yeah. like a mansion. And the setting, the setup was like a house. It was like the uh, the setup was a house. It was like America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, the yeah, set, like the same set that Bob was, Saget used. Yeah, yeah. But then they would have like in your house, buried alive, instead of just calling it. I loved all that shit. They should do more of that. They should. You know, they should bring back Halloween Havoc. That's what they should bring back. Yeah, that yeah. was. Dope. That's true. That was so good. Number four, Bray Wyatt's cool ass lamp and Ricochet's dumbass outfit. Hell I yeah! I wanted to highlight two uh, two aesthetic choices from the SummerSlam pay per view that really hit me in different ways. I couldn't concentrate on Ricochet's match. That's how bad that outfit was. I mean that he. The ricochet thing, he you know he can't have I don't know what his body yeah. looks like, but it He's can't got a great be, body. It can't it's be. Magical. It can't be a great no, body no, no, because no, no, no. he had abs well, so outlined so, so, on the I, I No, no, that. he's got those no, abs. I, w- I would think the same thing. This was the first time he's dressed like that. He usually it's just you Apparently know it's some, it's a nightwing. Yeah, it looked exactly which is like some comic book character. Yeah, I don't it's a nightwing thing. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. Is Nightwing a Batman thing? Yeah, it was like he was like a how do you describe Nightwing? I guess it's he like was Robin, but he, like, yeah, it was like enough is enough. Yeah, it was right? like <laughs> that's the idea. It was, it was heel Robin, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, cucking yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing, and and I told this to a buddy of mine. I didn't like the outfit. Then I started realizing, oh, this is like you know, it's a superhero outfit. I like superhero fight scenes. I actually wished wish he had a mask, like kind of hanging off the back of it. So, like, he comes out in a mask, then he takes it off, and he wrestles without the mask. But then you get, like, this vibe of, oh, a superhero fighting somebody. worse, man. Fuck you, Dan. I just, no, no, fuck you. <laughs> it, here's the thing. is like, you can't combine. I'm sick of, like, combining two fucking nerdy things with wrestling. I really am. Like, like yeah, but these I'm guys done. are losers, I dude. I, look, I understand. I fucking understand them, like, you know, dressing as, like, Ryu and Ken and AEW. But enough of that shit. I'm done with it. Yeah, there's got to be a pretty big I mean, Alexa, Venn diagram Alexa, like crossover between wrestling and Batman. There, fan. there yeah. is there's a huge, huge Venn diagram, but I also like, I don't know, man. It's just gotten too nerdy now. Yeah. I like when like, I've always liked when Mysterio did it, but it makes sense. He wears masks. But he's like also like a little guy, it. and it's a whole thing. But I'm just I'm done with like knowing like wrestlers are into nerdy shit. I kind of <laughs> wanted to be back in the day when they all like hated us. I, I, yes, I, like I when they were like quite push yeah. fans, and they would like. Treat people like shit. That was the best. Yeah, and they was... actually, and you could tell they hated wrestling. <laughs> 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 They're like wrestling stupid. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this. I bet Mike Lawrence was like coming rainbows when they fucking saw the. Yeah, the what dark did Mike th- think about it? I don't remember. 
I don't know. I think you got quiet. Yeah. Just too busy fucking fapping. Just. <laughs> but that fucking that lantern was the shit. That lantern was so damn cool, man. Bray Wyatt's head, <laughs> mouth wide open, light inside of it. So hot. But then, okay, what the fucking shit? They they edited out of the uh, the YouTube clip right and the WWE.com yeah, you clip. Had to, like, I had to give you guys a link that was like it was like right here. Where you go like where you go like oh maybe okay because ki- I don't get it. But then they do, uh, unless I because you know during commercials I fast forward and like occasionally like while they're talking like right after the break I'll fast forward a little yeah. bit. Did they acknowledge his existence at all on Raw or SmackDown? Nope. They didn't say a word about this fucking guy. So it's like did he get in trouble? Like did no, I doubt it. So what are it's his, just his a merch master is, plan. It's merch a master plan situation. Though. Yeah, and his okay. mer- his mer- I mean the the the, bi- the biggest indicator for everything at WWE is the bottom line, and yes. that's merch sales. And apparently those lunch boxes are like they're selling Firefly yeah. lunch boxes, and they're one of the hottest sellers right now. Cool. So they're probably gonna position him. They're gonna sell Seth. those lamps. If they sell those lamps, I'd I may buy a lamp. How much would you sell them for though? Like two hundred bucks. For them to look that cool, they would have to be like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I, oh, it's better than carrying around a fucking replica belt. Oh, I also can't even. Look. I have two up there. <laughs> one signed oh, by shit. Rob Van Dam. The Continental belts, one is man. dope. Oh, That's great. That one's signed by Rob Van Dam. Oh, yeah. and I, then the and the World Championship is signed by look, Tom McGee. I, I wanted it signed by Flair. I but. get buying a belt and having people sign it when they come around, sure. and then you have it in your home somewhere. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I don't get going to a show and you're just wearing a belt because you you bought it at home, right. and now every event you're gonna wear the fucking. I don't understand that. I sometimes wear the belt while I watch wrestling. Okay, be honest, <laughs> and so I don't know if you want to be honest. Because if I had a replica belt, you better believe I'd be, like, raising it while fucking. Have you done this? No, I haven't. Coward! No, but I'm a jobber when Introduce I fuck. Introduce the belt. Yeah. <laughs> tonight, tonight, lay the belt between you two. Yeah. And go, winner takes all. Earn this the is, belt. This one's for the title. Yeah. That's what you say. This one's for the title, That's, that's like the grossest role-playing that's ever. Not, that's not gross. That's fun. It's, uh, it's know, not man. fun. But <laughs> I, All is fair. And what love. We, what we, what I'm also so fucked with the Also, thank you for coming prep for this podcast. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, dude. You this know how many fun. people show up and they're just like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, we, yeah, we know wrestling's stupid. But <laughs> yeah, could you yeah. click on you a agree fucking to do link? the fucking podcast. Yeah, why would yeah. you do it? Um, no, I think Bray's... Here's the problem with... Uh, I can't... Every time I see Bray Wyatt or any sort of lamp, uh, all I can think about is Zach Amico because I know it's a little <laughs> inside, but I mean, he, not he's also year. Gaslight Digital, right? He's got a podcast he, on there. Yeah, he he's been a guest on the gaslight show. Gaslight Digital. He just oh. hangs it from his dick piercing every oh, year Jesus at Skankfest. He comes out naked and then hangs the lantern from his dick. And so, like, I've forever just what associated the fuck, it. man? He's, yeah. uh, Zach, he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a good joke writer. It's just, why are you doing that lantern shit with your dick? Yeah, I maybe mean, it feels good he to, does, on his pee-pee. I mean, all of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> what weird shit are you into? <laughs> the mutilation and the cutting and crazy shit. I mean, he's... Dude, uh, that scar, he still got it on his fucking head, man. Dude, Our friend Zach that's was, in a, too, that, uh, there's some was people in a that hardcore are in a, wrestling match. He's a comic and... Uh, you know, he cut his head wide open. He's the got a scar. It's been like five months. The most months. fucking uncomfortable I've ever been on a podcast was when I was on Legion of Skanks, and, uh, which is probably what everyone's yeah. first story is. But it was like, and even like, and the guys were uncomfortable. It was like, we were all uncomfortable because New Jack was on, oh, and he yeah. showed pictures. He was like, yeah, sometimes Terry Reynolds, uh, she blades for me while, she, while we have sex. And then like, he showed a picture on the screen of like, 
her on her knees with like a blade job and we're like, ugh, this is what fucking in the disgusting. Hell, man. That's uh very She's hardcore. She's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Matt Riddle and Goldberg backstage. Also, if you saw it, did you guys like takeover? Hey, wait, wait, before that, uh Wyatt got really fat, right? No, I don't think yes, so. Yes, he did. He gained like thirty five pounds or something. And the match was know. no good. Anyway, I mean, let's keep going. Oh, with Finn Balor? That wasn't a good match. It was fine. Nah. It got him over. I, I think the entrance got him over. Yeah, but it, that match wasn't supposed to be a five-star match. Yeah, you're right. I was fine with I'm it. I'm a bitch. I'm sorry, guys. Matt, Matt Riddle and Goldberg meet backstage. I was kind of... I, I, I was kind of annoyed by this story because, like, like, like you said it perfectly to me on text is that I look at Matt Riddle like, my dad can beat anybody up. Like, I do think Matt Riddle's, oh, like, the most badass guy in that you company. You think he's, like, the cat's meow, I man. I do, man. I think, he, I think he could beat up. You think he could beat up Lesnar or no? I'd have to see them next to each other, like, standing next to each other. Because he's I mean, much. Lesnar's huge. Weight-wise, he's, like, he's much lighter than Right. But, I'm uh, yeah, who like, knows? Like, by a, like a lot. But we could all agree Matt Riddle could kick the shit out of Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Riddle could beat the shit out of, like, probably everybody on the roster. I, maybe maybe Lesnar. I got to tell you, there's very few people that I hate more than watching, than now that Matt Riddle got, after watching that whole thing. You hate I, him. There's not many people, I hate, Dude, I was watching that, him. that was torture, watching yeah. that, because that guy, he's doing like a bad Keanu Reeves impression the Apparently entire, that's him too. I mean, it's just, he's a, a little calmer in real life. He, uh, I was like, there's nobody I want to see get thrown off of a cage than him, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just one of these. He's going to be a great fucking heel then. Yes, oh, that's, for but sure. Because for he, sure. he legit can beat the shit out of anybody in that company. No shit. Like he beat yes. John Jones in wrestling, in I think college or high school. Huh. Wow. And he was at UFC contract, and he, he, he left UFC because he wanted to smoke weed. Yeah, rich badass. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, his life is badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, the bro thing. It, it got you, over, but and so I've accepted it because I've known him as the bro guy. I know this is like such time. a fucking Mark question, but like, if Goldberg pushed it, like, one thing that I got like annoyed about is Goldberg like pushed into him. Right? Wouldn't he beat the shit out of him back, or do you think he was just like, oh man, you can't just beat up a guy. It's still like work, you know. They're still at yeah, work. Yeah, but if somebody pushes you at work, you can still. Well, did he push him or did he like bump? He into bumped him? into him. That dude, that's just that's the game. Would you Hard fucking shoulder? bump him? Do that? You don't do that to a new motherfucker at the club. No. Yeah, me either. Go, yeah. <laughs> but maybe if we started to. Maybe if we know? started. Are you kidding me? There'd be a fucking whole blog. Oh yeah. There'd be a movement. Yeah. Scott no. No. Bu- yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I kind of want him to kick Goldberg's. If he kicked Goldberg's ass backstage, how fucking cool would that be? Or just like threw him around a little bit. Well, isn't so, this setting it that up though? Or like, is Goldberg? Maybe just, if I'm getting work. No, yeah. he hates Goldberg in real life, and I hate Goldberg in real life, and almost everybody who watches you wrestling. You don't hate Goldberg. I in hate. Real Go- life. Well, I hate him as a wrestling fan. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I hate him. He's dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> He, yeah, he's bad at wrestling. He's bad at like, wrestling. His character stinks. That that yeah. made uh, that really helped WCW though, because at that oh, time yeah. WWF was murdering off. them. And the, oh, of course, but yeah. he just was, looked like him. Though. And then the whole undefeated sh- and the who's next. I mean that that was like their big uh, one of their huge. last big guys before who's WCW. Next? It all just worked. And hey, good for him. Uh, but yeah, I think this does like have to be a match though, or never speak of it ever again. Like, stop hinting at it if it's not gonna happen. You have to have Riddle go over Goldberg. Of course, yes, yes, yes. But make it happen, like you know. Otherwise, how much would you please. have to pay Goldberg for him to to job? I mean, you'd hope. 
Although I get, you know, it's a one situation where Riddle could it. just be like, no, I'll just hold him down for three seconds. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but like, then that's you're not fucking gonna... fired. No, but like if it was an inside job, Vince is like, we want you to go over, but he won't let you go yeah. over. We just, just hold him to the ground and beat him for three seconds, which would be fucking cool as shit. That's That job? would be cool as shit because the screw job would essentially be like, just... no, I'm like, I'm better at fighting than you. Yeah, right. Oh man, I watched that outside the ring thing with the that documentary thing where oh, they talk about, yeah. it, and I watched the screw job one, which is <laughs> yeah. like, dark side. Yeah, and it's so funny because I just I there's Bret Hart's one of those people that you just I had to hate because of being such a big Shawn Michaels fan, and it just is like even to this day watching, I was like, good, you fucking deserved it. Like yeah. I was so mad. Dude, when we, we we went to uh, when we went to Double or Nothing, I was like one of the people who was like passing the mic around on the Bret Hart panel. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, you know, he's had some like, you know, because of the stroke or, you know, years of fucking chair shots or something like that. But he is, he buries motherfuckers and he takes like no blame for anything. And also like now that we're adults, it's like, yeah, they had to screw him. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, I'm not going to lose there. Uh, okay, it's your job, you fucking yeah, dweeb. Yeah, Shawn Michaels was mean to me once, so now I'd, I'm not going to put him over and fuck it. As I leave the company yeah. with so the you belt. Beat the sh- also, grip. you also beat the shit out of him backstage. So everybody backstage knows yeah. that you can kick his ass. Anybody who is on the side of Bret Hart when it comes to the screw job is a fucking dork. Well, Foley for like, for didn't he like leave? He's like, he I'm not going to come Monday night. He left on what Monday night. What is happening? But Am well, I missing something? I understand that element of it where that creates, they're like, well, that's an unsafe work environment if you guys are just going to change yes. stuff and totally. not Totally. I know. would go, hey, you can't, if, if you agreed in the first place, don't do that. I get that. But also I'd go, wait, Bret, why Why would you not go over? You're going to a competitor. Why, why would you not let him get over on you? I don't You're know. going to a competitor with the belt. And then, but there was an interesting thing I didn't realize about the Scott Hall. I know we're getting way off topic, but the Scott yeah, Hall thing where he, okay. when he was saying about how he thinks it was all like that everybody was in on it, even Bret Hart, because yeah, he did yeah. the WCW and they're like, why wouldn't they cut away? Yeah. How'd they know to be on Vince's face when he spits in his face like and all that stuff? And you're like, that would be the ultimate like inside. You know what I mean? If, if he, yeah. Bret Hart was just playing the part. Yeah, that's it, a good point. I mean, it's possible. I, I, it's, 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 it's possible, but it, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's possible. It really like, just is. You know, it's po- You never know what's what's real and fake. Because like I was listening to the Hogan interview uh, on the Stone Cold podcast, and then halfway through, I'm like. I don't know what is real because Hogan is like the no- notoriously yeah, like the biggest liar yeah. in professional wrestling. And he was like talking to this about the story about, yeah, it was me and all the wrestlers in one, you know, condo and all the flight attendants in the other. And it was a party. And you're like, did this happen? I don't know if it happened. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you fucked a flight attendant. But 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 there was like the, your condos were together. Like, it, it seems like. You just read Revenge of the Nerds or yeah, something. Yeah. It also comes from a time where it's like, you need to lie. You, you need to lie. You need to keep up this image. You mm. need to act like wrestling is real. And, and act like, like you fuck everybody and you're badass. Yeah, and, and so shit. these like older guys, like they still talk like that. And it comes off really uncomfortable. Um, did you see TakeOver? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that I was thought good. I thought the uh, I thought the main event was like a little uh, much, a little too kabuki ish, a little just too a gimmicky. Lot. It was just a lot. When that fucking, when that, <laughs> which I look, I when that it. when that cage came down, they had all the weapons. I mean, it did work in their disadvantage when like they took out the bag and it wasn't thumbtacks and everybody got bummed yeah. out. What are they going to do with Gargano, man? He's so good in the ring, but yeah, what are they going to do once he's up there? I don't know. I, I think you have him. You know what? I think you fucking have him 
You know, it'd be a cool angle. Fantasy book it. Have him be the guy who tried to fuck up Roman Reigns for Daniel Bryan. Ooh, that's kind of uh, And cool. he's like the protege of Daniel Bryan leading to a Daniel Bryan I'm okay. Gargano mania match. And you then have it flip where Bryan's the face and Gargano's the heel. I mean, that's fun. Do they do it? No. <laughs> what do you do? Here's the problem. He's very tiny. Like, and you go, no, I see him in NXT. Yeah, he's tiny. But it's like, no, everybody in NXT is tiny. Adam Cole is a small guy. Yeah, Adam Cole. He, Adam Cole is not going to be able to transition and he's to the main roster. Much smaller than Adam Cole. I hope he Cole. makes me eat my words. But. So it's like, what do you do with Gargano? It should be like a, it should be like an Iron Man type thing, like a Captain America type thing, where Rey Mysterio is just like, you're Rey Mysterio now. I gotta go. Here's my mask. You're Rey Mysterio. That's not bad. The ma- Rey Mysterio is the mask, and then everyone goes, "That's He'll not fair. That's not true." And everyone goes, "Well, everything else is shit anyway, so shut the fuck up." <laughs> that's what I'd say. Oh, so you do like, yeah, yeah. That's not that's not bad. Number six, SmackDown check-in. What did Randy Orton say to Kofi's family? It you know was not answered on SmackDown. Um, I think the reason they want to answer because it's clearly like. They're cr- clearly like they want to do the undertones of a racial angle here yeah. with the stupid, stupid, stupid. And in real life, too, like, you know, Kofi's obviously more left leaning and Randy Orton's like a Blue Lives Matter guy yeah, and all that yes, kind of sure. shit. Um, even though they probably, you know, get along fine in real life, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're that way. But I don't know, man. I just thought that ending at SummerSlam is really botched. And couldn't he be called the family stupid? Just call the kids stupid. Is that what he did? It's just the, the way they choreographed the ending of that SummerSlam match, I just th- thought was just yeah. really bad. And I love the way they choreographed the end of the AJ Samoa match uh, from last year's SummerSlam. Where, well, Samoa like said something About to his AJ's wife. wife. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, that, and AJ it, snapped. Yeah, right? and AJ yeah. snapped. But yeah. they I, and they kind of tried to do this similar thing here, but you couldn't really tell what Randy was saying. And I don't know. It just it it, it kind of it kind of was a miss for me. That, and that's one of those weird things to me, too, where even in watching that, I'm like, that that was the kind of thing that also took me out of wrestling when I was like, you know, that this is, again, the time when, like, Kane was, like, in Stephanie McMahon's bushes outside of her house. <laughs> and you're like, what are we doing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's just like. I hate when they get people's families involved. Yeah. And that's what this felt like, where it's like, oh, don't mention Yeah, the they had a whole, like, like, year where Kane was just in arranged marriages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like. Everything got so... I do love the idea of Orton, like, trying to go after Kofi's family, and they all just stomp the shit out of him, and his wife's, like, recording it on That's her phone. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and people were saying, world star. Yeah. I was gonna say. World star! <laughs> the, the, the little boys are getting shots in and shit. That would be great. I think he'd do it, too. Randy doesn't seem like he gives a shit anymore. Randy is such a good time, man. <laughs> I, I went from I hating Randy man. Orton and now kind of like... He is so cool. Dude, all these guys who like could give a fuck about wrestling are like my favorite he really wrestlers. Doesn't... Within the WWE... Randy Orton's your favorite stuff? Because here's the thing. You, you go to WWE, you, you want to pay like right? You don't love wrestling if you sign with... with the, but you, you, had, you had a point where you didn't like Randy Orton, right? Absolutely, And yes. now you're back to loving Randy Orton. I love Orton. him. And I think it's like this realization where he's like, this is a job... <laughs> Everyone is a we- is a lo- like th- just him and Lesnar like this idea of it's just like what are we all doing? Right. Why do you all care so much? Yeah, yeah. We're making so much money. <laughs> why are you trying time. to be well, the best at anything? Why, and Orton's never fucking injured. No, because he doesn't give a shit. He does like the bare minimum. He's like b- like Lesnar. He's better than everybody. He's I don't just know like ah, let me get you in a headlock, dude. Orton's the shit. I don't know about that. He chooses that. not to. Be. Was there anything else from SmackDown last night? We need to talk Rollins about. Way. 
I mean, I thought SmackDown was pretty good. Oh, the Buddy Murphy Dude, Roman Reigns Buddy match. Buddy Murphy was Roman Reigns match was so good. Buddy Murphy clearly watched the G1. He's pulling oh, yeah. out he v was like, triggers. He was, like doing, he was doing yeah. a Bushi's like finish yeah, like so cool. three times yeah, in the match. Great. He uh Dude, hey Buddy Murphy, if you're listening to this, which of course you're not, um, if fucking WWE starts bearing you, go to New Japan as fast as you fucking can. Yes, got, everyone on the roster why <laughs> they're they're listening to this. <laughs> Now's the time. If 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 they misuse you and you know you're the shit, just leave. Yeah. Get fired. There's other places to go. Well, especially because January, like, Moxley's contract with New Japan is up, and they're going to need some new American fucking dudes to come in. Need some new white boys to come in and beat people up in the beginning and then job on their way out. Yep. Dude, that match was uh, was really, really great to see. I I was very into it. And then I even like the Daniel Bryan, uh, Rowan, like uh, getting in his face, you know, later on in the show backstage. Yeah, Daniel say Bryan's you lied, a really say good... Say you lie. Daniel Bryan's a really good wrestling actor. He's the like, best. I don't know if he would be a good actor. Like, in no, but I mean... TV, I... But like, for a wrestling... He's a good wrestling actor. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know what, what that means. Like, perfect he, like, heel. Yeah, he's like perfect heel, like the way he like... Yeah. Kind of accentuated everything. Kind of tell they're his own words, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so funny because I, you forget his name is Bud. Like I forgot his name was Buddy for a second because he's like, "Come on, Buddy," and I'm just like, he's just calling him. Like I thought he was like, and you go, "Oh my God, it's a man named Buddy." Yeah. So they're beating. It's also good. He's having because imagine if he was like buried and he fucking got dumped by Alexa Bliss. That is like such a. Oh, he's not with her yeah, anymore? Yeah, he's not with her anymore. Oh, no. But that, to me, is the weird thing about wrestling, because, again, it's like, it's been a while since I was, like, super emotionally invested, but I, you know, you talk about people that are good at the act of being an asshole. It's like, I think, when I think of Owen Hart, I'm like, I fucking, I have, like, strong opinions about hating him, but it was just because he was so good at being a yeah, prick. Yeah, you, know, you look like, back at that now, and you're like, he was great. And he was that a good, one he was Survivor athletic, Series match with Bob Backlund oh, yeah. and Bret Hart. Like the best part of it was like Owen pleading with like, you know, Stu and Helen outside the ring, and then she oh, throws the. Oh, you've never seen it? Seen it? No. Oh, it was a throw in the towel match, and Bob Backlund gets like Bret Hart into this chicken wing and won't let go, and like Owen comes out and does a face turn and starts like legitimately crying in front of Stu and Helen, like you've got to throw in the towel, you can't, you've got to throw in the Whoa. towel, please, and then and then they do, and then he just starts giddily jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Owen Hart ruled, man. They're like few and far between, like of these guys who uh, are so damn good at being bad guys. Yeah, number seven, King of the Ring is back, which uh, I'll be going to the semifinals for my bachelor party. I found out due to a drunken Sean Donnelly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just quick story: Uh, we talked about this off air on the podcast, but um, (laughs) we were we were at uh, this. uh, I was at Joe DeRosa's party at Patty McGee's. And uh, Sean Donnelly, who's been on the show before, my best friend. He's a really funny comic. All right, um, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to put people. He just over, got upset man. that you said but he like, was your best. That he was his yeah, best friend instead of you. But he's at the bar, and uh, he talks to another comic who I really don't even, you know, like. And he goes, "You want to go to Dan's bachelor party? Do you like wrestling?" And then he goes, "Ah, fuck!" Like he realized it was supposed to be like a surprise. Yeah, yeah man. And he's like, "You wrong. don't know. You don't know if we're going to raw." And I'm like. <laughs> Yes, I do, man. It's going to MSG, and it's right around the time of my wedding. And I know the tickets are cheap. We're going to Raw. <laughs> and I know tickets are cheap. Well, he was like, where should we go? I'm like, look, New Japan's in town. And he's like, holy fuck! $120 for nosebleeds! <laughs> I was like, there's Raw on SmackDown. 
But King of the Ring is back. Are you excited for it, or do you not give a shit? Honestly, uh, I'm I'm gonna be excited for it. Like right now, I'm excited for it because yeah, because it's just gonna be matches. And like I'm so high off of the G1, and I know these guys are capable of putting on great matches. Where it's like if they're given the time, if it's treated seriously, I'm all for it. And it, it's made so many people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Right. Triple H, Bret Hart, essentially. Like, they all, like, that was like yeah. a... Dude, even the King like the Booker out thing party. was really cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well, it, he, got a, he got a world championship out of it. Yeah. So if if they treat it like something serious, then yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, number eight, straight up Steve Austin and Skyping in. I watched this entire episode, <laughs> which God. like yesterday, which I'm like, I didn't expect you guys to, but I was like, no, the first episode's free. He's still like the most entertaining guy. He's the coolest guy ever. He's you know, great. like, the, and the show is basically just like, it's just like an interview show. It's, yeah, like, it's like, it's a like podcast last call kind of, of it's, yeah. It's like last call with Carson Daly, but they do like activities yeah. and shit. It's very comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah, it's comedians. Except and cars the host is like hilarious this time. <laughs> <laughs> Taking shots at the whole He's not industry. Not a fucking to, autistic um, <laughs> goon. But after Seinfeld and Kindler, Seinfeld and Kindler seeing stink. a pattern. They Somebody both doesn't like they Jews. They both stink. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but I respect Seinfeld. I've always had good interactions. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. I love when comics like try to do that. Like, like Seinfeld's gonna help you out. Like, yeah. hey, I heard you defending me on a podcast. Here's one of my dude. Cars. Who do you yeah, think? Yeah. Ready, ready, and I, you know the answer. Who is funnier in conversation? Do you think Stone Cold Steve Austin or Jerry Seinfeld? Well, Stone Cold, hundred sure, percent. Stone Cold of every course. day. Stone yeah. Cold. But every there's like day. a lot of guys I know that are like, you know, like fucked up and just fucked up guys from New Jersey that are funnier in that's conversation true. than yeah, all. Yeah, but that's yeah. see that because they're yeah. like, yeah, they're regular fun, and like that's why I was actually kind of disappointed when I was watching the Skype call-in thing uh, because I'm like, I don't. Oh, that was so he didn't give a shit. And he's doing media appearances everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want him doing Skype like I, I know that he does his podcast and the show and everything but I when I picture like what Stone Cold is doing now I picture him like drinking and fixing fence posts on a ranch you know what I mean like yeah. I, I don't want to see him like with big headphones on at a yeah. computer desk talking about you know also things. he's like in the best shape uh, like of his life like I don't want to say his of his life. life he's got a beer guy but for sure no I don't no, think so does, does. Yeah? I just saw him on some like international that's the thing oh, that was damn. funny I saw him he did like some international press circuit thing or I mean not international but it was like some obscure thing and I saw he had a little bit of a gut but it was, it's not like yeah. you know it wasn't bad or anything like well, that well we're rooting for you Steve I'm gonna tune in I mean it's not gonna work out but <laughs> But I'll number, be tuning in. Number nine, probably the biggest uh, WWE news of the week, Sasha Banks' return. <laughs> there are some people on the internet saying that this was cooler than Shibata's return. <laughs> I swear, yeah. There's some, I'm assuming, uh, I, like, I, tiny I, girls I mean, or like, something. I, I don't know, man. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't cooler than Shibata's return. It was pretty cool. Well, it's Do you like, like Sasha Banks? I love Sasha, Sasha Banks. She I, is super hot. That's my so contribution to this conversation. Is that she <laughs> is, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Real? Oh, I was, yeah, yeah, was going to ask because she yeah. looks like like white, but like Meghan Markle white. Where yeah. you're like, there's not, you're not, yeah. you're like I don't California know, what white. What is she? She's like, uh, she's got to be Puerto Rican. I have no idea. I mean, I just know she's, I think she's she black and white. Bad. I like that she like really? took off her wig and then had like another yeah, longer wig weave. underneath. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Weave, which is just like. St- but, yeah. But she was, uh, that was a pretty awesome. She was like head. taking, because that was like, you know. 
by the time I kind of stopped watching wrestling, like female wrestling was a very, it was like the fabulous Moolah was like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It was a very rare yeah. China, I guess. But even China was more of like China a, was more of like a like a like, a, like, like an attraction. Valet, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was an attraction, not really a wrestler. Well, also, I mean, the the one thing I will say is her coming out during Natty's speech. It's like you're definitely gonna beat the shit out of her, and so that was. Yeah. Kind of, I think it. If she ran that in to help that? somebody that maybe would have... I don't even want to say it diminished well, just because I was just glad she was How back. not over is Natty that like she was like equally cheered in she's Toronto like, as Becky? Oh, yeah. That and, match was very good, by the way. And she's crying about her father. And people were going boring. It's the anniversary of his death, and people I were believe. saying boring. And then she That's gets fun. beat up and everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> but she also, in Canada At that point she's like, oh, I have no fucking friends. Yeah, this was like, it. This is my home country. Canadians always root... For Canadians, like whether it's Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, and this is—I think this is the first time they didn't root for a Canadian. Yeah, no. When she was talking about her fucking dead dad. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. There was okay. So after her dad, Jim the Anvil Nineheart is her dad. Oh no shit! Yeah, after after he died, she had like a table match, and so the person fighting her—am I wrong about this? Ruby Riot, yeah. Ruby Riot put like a like cutouts of her dad and like, like kind of like, like they were like stickers, like on the, on the table. table which is so it's like, fucking, if you go through the table, you have to like crash break through your, through your, dad's fa- your yeah. dead father. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, I like so Ruby odd. Riot, man. Yeah. She's, she's a good time. She's a good time. I, I wish her, wish her well. Uh, number 10. Um, should I go to Scott Steiner's Shoney's on my Southern tour this week? It's an hour away from Lafayette, Georgia, where I'm doing a gig at club three, 37 on Friday night. Um, should I go? Did you see this promotional video that I sent you guys? Yes. You the need promotional to video go. is fucking... Okay, go online and just on YouTube. Shoney, it's Shoney's in, I think, at Ackworth, uh, Louisiana. Uh, but go there and... it. I mean, like, the whole promo is... They don't let Scott Steiner say, say anything. Because, you know, I don't know if you've heard him in real life. All he does is talk about fucking freak bitches. Yeah, he'll just say cunt. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 He calls yeah. But we were, I forget, we saw him doing something at, again, All In Weekend, uh, StarCast. And I think, like, he just called Stephanie a cunt. Like, well, no one was, asked That him. was why he wasn't, like, a, or, like, that was, like, why he wasn't allowed at WrestleMania weekend or something like uh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta try to get as close to Steiner as possible. Just... Any day, really. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a real weird. There's a weird v- vibe being around. Because speaking of like wrestlers who clearly hate the fans, he's one of them. Yes, for sure. But See, the show, the, the the YouTube video itself, you've got to watch it because it's the like they don't let Scott Steiner speak, and they let like you know the Shonies, I guess, founder speak. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. I don't know who. I don't know where's he from, by the way. Who the Shonies founder yeah. or Steiner? Shonies founder. Oh, I don't know. He has, he has like some accent. Um, <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm asking the least qualified person in the room <laughs> yeah, who like didn't any understand question. anything about Japan uh, besides <laughs> the fact that they wrestle over there. Uh, <laughs> but like the way they were pumping the shonies up, they're like, we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bar yeah. that's like, cheers. Like they just described a normal restaurant and they're like, and we have ice cream sundaes. I am a big subscriber to going to things that look awesomely bad. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? It's like maybe it's, you know, might be because I do a storytelling podcast, but I live yeah. in that. You got to live for shit like yes. that. You know and what I mean? Places like that always have good wings. Yeah, uh, it's I don't know, man. I gotta Wait, go check it out. That's just true. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching it. I'm, 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 I'm turning on the Shoney's promo now. Are the latest franchisees to join this 
Steiner and his wife are the latest franchisees to join this iconic American brand. The grand opening celebration of their complete... Isn't that like Shoney says like these shitty characters you've never heard of? There's like a teddy bear that's There's their mascot. mascot. Yeah. Shoney's bear. Nash is in the background. Is Nash there? Yeah, wow. Nash is there, man. Oh, shit, Nash, Nash is chilling, yeah. Oh, you saw Hall too? Yeah. I just saw Nash and Hall. It sounds like the fucking colonel. Like he sounds like Elvis's yeah, manager. It's like, I think he could either be like like Spanish or a plantation owner. Yes. Like I have no idea what yeah. that accent is. Um. What? But what do you think the worst wrestling side business would be? Or like, because we've talked about this on the show before. Um. Then we've known some bad ones. Um. I know Scott Steiner owns a Shoney's. Uh, some people, I guess, I guess, uh, true Stratus is doing pretty well with the yoga. I always yeah. get excited when I see that they're doing something that's well, a lot, a lot of the, uh, because the she works, she's also like all time hot. She still is like yeah, one of the hottest still, fucking, still a bombshell. That match was amazing. And it was we, good. We didn't really touch on that. No, it was great, man. I loved it. Uh, for like her being gone for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Really great to see. Um, God, wrestling side hustles that I've disliked. I, I typically get really irritated with any wrestling side hustle for some reason. Really? Yeah, I just... The DDP yoga did very well. Yes, DDP that, yoga I mean, that's, did well. That's literally the greatest example. I mean, is, yeah, DDP yoga. And then, like... Christ, I don't know. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever. Enzo's endorsing <laughs> Enzo's rap career accidentally. Guys, be you got to watch this video. The worst side venture. Enzo Amore. He posted it online. He's talking to a, like a dying kid, <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, this is why. I, and it's just like an Instagram video, like, yeah. And it's he's just like, this is why I'm I'm coming back to wrestling is for kids like you. You could tell this kid like does not give a fuck about him. Yeah. Doesn't know who he is. Doesn't even right? know. Yeah. Doesn't know who he is. It's probably then the like next photo you you swipe in the next photo it's like there's news cameras there. Like he invited a news crew <laughs> to announce that he's coming back to wrestling. It's like we didn't need this. And it's like it's for you guys like you. What is that? What? <laughs> what if they asked him about the sexual assault allegations during the Make a Wish thing? The kid asks. <laughs> what the kid? Yeah. Asked. Here's my one wish. I want to know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? Uh, uh, yeah, man. He's uh, you know. I mean that that was painful to watch. But um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. As far as the worst wrestling side, as obviously there's Hulk Hogan's pasta mania. Which was a fucking disaster. Where was that? He now, tried to sell like a pasta maker, is like this just on the hilarious. side. Is this true? Was it? Okay, so there was. Uh, what's this? George Foreman has a grill. Say, yeah, was yeah. That yeah. During the grill, well, era? the and fake Hogan, story that he called that he tells all the time, which is clearly a Hulk Hogan lie. Line is that the George Foreman grill people called him up first, but because he was too tired and couldn't pick the phone up, they're like, "We got to go with George Foreman." Yeah. Wow. Okay. He also said that he like fought Muhammad Ali to like a no contest. It's He's like, like made yeah, up lies. Ali that just are, like, wanted just crazy. to do that with you. With well, no I don't know. Watching. I mean, it's, it didn't happen. He also said he was uh, the bassist for Metallica for a little while. <laughs> no. Seriously, yes. Yeah. He said he was the bassist for Metallica for a little while. There's no proof of that. It actually, like, the timeline doesn't make any sense. Of course not. Imagine, like, do you know how much shame I would feel if you called me out on that lie? Yeah. Like, how I'd be like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I lied about that. Like, this man must have no shame at all, Hulk Hogan. It, oh, I guess that's that's a given. Yeah, of course. 
he he's like, the guy who lotioned son his killed somebody, ass. and then, then he went to visit his son. And he's like, "Hey, look, this kid must have done something." He had bad, bad energy. Yeah, I mean, if he, it, yeah, oh my, I God. can't. Hulk Hogan's in that The Family documentary on Netflix. Have you seen that yet? <laughs> Wait, he's in it. You're no, joking? No, no, I'm just oh, joking. Oh Christ! But the whole the whole thing is, I don't know. It's a it, it's a it's a conspiracy theory documentary series that's like a little bit of a stretch. It's like the the whole documentary series. They're like, wait a minute, Christian like politicians. Uh, give money to people that may be disreputable. You're well, it's like, this core yeah, it's guy, like, right? He's like the a, most it's famous just one man. guy. Yeah, but there's like a bunch of guys like that. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It, 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 it's a fun watch, and it's all it's all true. But I don't know if it really like it. It doesn't like pull you into the skull and bones. Like my whole pro, like, and I and I believe actually a lot of conspiracies are true. Obviously, this fucking Jeffrey Epstein thing stinks to high heaven. Oh yeah, but um, like. We could make the case, like, all these politicians, they're always like, see, that person's in a picture with that person. And, like, if they did that in the comedy world, yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like... Yeah, that's it, how politics work. People have to yeah, take photos, with each, take photos with each other all the time. They don't know who the, the fuck... You, they don't even know they're who they are. They just pose. I saw a comic post, a sincere... I thought initially it was, like, a tongue-in-cheek post, but I, just yesterday I saw a comic that posted two pictures of them uh, with... I guess they were hosting, and Burr had stopped by. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's two blurry pictures, one, neither of which are them embracing or talking. It's just, like, they're both on the same stage, passing one another. And this comic was, like, kind of congratulating, self-congratulating <laughs> about being, like, I did get to perform with Bill it? Burr. I know what you're I, talking about. You know about. who I'm talking yes. about? I'll say it off the air. This, he's a nice enough kid. I mean, he's, he's newish funny, in man. comedy, he's but it's just, like... Yeah, and you just go thing where you're like, that's not who is this? That's for? not how this works. And then you know, you also it's like, dude, like, guys, guys, I'll I've post it if fans. you guys dare me to. I'll post it. I have like nine photos with Louis C.K. Should I make a collage? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but simply the best playing in the background. It would be different if like Louis was standing behind you and you were just over here. Like that's what the, this kid actually put a bunch of hashtags to like get yeah, it now, exposed. Now Louis uh, would take a picture with you, no problem. Yeah, he'd, uh, now he'd be like, he'd be like high five any anybody. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, I'll do, do whatever. My thing too, though, I, I guess just because I've been doing comedy for fucking thirteen years now, but like. I like John Mulaney for me is like uh, my favorite comic and there's uh, and Bill Burr is incredible and you know like Louis incredible there's a lot of people that are incredible comics but like I don't like get nervous around famous stand-up comedians anymore no 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 I don't at all like when I first started sure but but now it's like but now it's weird when like a famous comedian is like standoffish with me if I'm like at the cellar or something like that which rarely happens most most people are nice I'm like Wait, no, no, no. You don't understand. I, I don't. I, I said hi like I would any coworker. Yeah, I, like I, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Like if it was like Bruce Springsteen or something like that, sure. I would probably be saying something really awkward to you. And I've done that with wrestlers for sure. But like I don't. I don't yeah, care. I never that give you're a, shit. a better it's comic nice. than me yeah. and you're richer than me. Yes. The only I really person don't care. I ever felt that way for was Seinfeld just because like obviously growing up on Long Island and growing up on Seinfeld, like he's a like a one-to-one massive influence on my, what I, and so, sure. but like, you know, I've performed at Emmett Gotham where he stopped in and I've just, you know, I just have tried to keep it. Like I had that moment, you know, when you see that opening where you're like, we could have a quick conversation, mm. but also, you know, he's kind of a standoffish guy yeah, and you're like, yeah. so there's more pressure on it and you're like, it never meet your heroes thing. But now since I've passed him like coming off and on stage and just being like, Hey, good set, And I just keep walking, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't yeah, have to something. like, uh, you keep it moving, but every other comic, you're right. It's like, whether it's like a tell or Burr, like I, I saw a Burr the other night at the stand where like we were just in a 
around like the yeah, same yeah, circles. Yeah. Like I didn't even say, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, you don't even right. need to. Right. I mean, I just come in, and I shake everybody's hand. I'll say, I'll I, say like, this: talk to whoever I want to fucking. The talk Dice to. Man showed up at the stand. Oh, and you got like. And I didn't get weird, but it was the first <laughs> that time actually, forever. That would make me. That would make me because he's more of a pro wrestler. Exactly. So, yes. So Cause, cause it was his his, his fucks with people. I didn't, persona is kind of out there. Yeah, I didn't freak out, but it was the first time in like God, ten years where I was like, I think I gotta ask this man for a photo, and I didn't. Yeah. But I was. I asked him to fuck my girlfriend instead. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. We know but. you're into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never. It is kind of funny though when you when you start, then you think of like thirteen years later, you were like. Because I was like, sit, I remember I was just sitting at a table with Tracy Morgan, and he was just saying crazy shit. And I was like, oh, this is fun. All right, I'm going to go grab a Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if it was my yeah. first year of comedy, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to sit here for seven hours. Hanging on I every did that word. And every word. We, I know somebody who does that shit still. Oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know a ton, a ton of, people. of people. What's, Almost what, everybody. What's that diner that's close to the comedy store? The, like, old school looking? Mel's. Oh, Mel's driving, right? I, yeah. was, I went to Mel's with Drew Carey and a bunch yeah. of, like, his friends. Like, it was some yeah. weird yeah. He's a good dude, apparently. Like soup, like one of the nicest people I've ever met, and like a an easy laugh, which is great because he has the best laugh. It's like that huge exploding laughter, oh, so you're awesome. like murdering in front of Jukari, yes. which feels great. Um, but like after an hour, you know what I mean? I started yeah. being like, I was checking my, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta there's, get like, home. There's few yeah. surreal people. Like I remember when I was a guard at the museum, and then all of a sudden, like I was like flagged by Secret Service, and they're like. Hey, Bill and Hillary are walking into this gallery, so just stand. We just know that, and they walked in, and that was cr- it. Was just crazy when you see like, oh, this is like a fucking. Yeah, a uh, these are two of the most famous people of my they lifetime. Could, yeah, they could have me like killed. right in front of me. They could have me killed in my jail cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the narrative is like like. like like, I don't think the Clintons killed Jeff Epstein, but they're certainly happy he's dead. Yeah, oh, they are so happy he's <laughs> some, dead. Certainly well, I'll say some. this. They definitely, like, have talked to the guy who did it, and they were like, thank, thank well, you. This is Thanks, why bro. this is why I know there's obvious, I mean, besides <laughs> a thousand other reasons why there's, like, foul play, but they just keep releasing. It's too many. You know when you lie to your parents as a kid, but you put in too many details? Yeah, like, this initially yeah. was, like, Oh, uh, the he wasn't being he was on twenty four watch, but he wasn't being guarded then. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, and uh, the guy wasn't really trained to be one. Oh, and also the guy was sleeping at the time when he yeah. killed. You're like, all right, just stop. You're saying too many it's things. All of the things. Yeah, and that and, you know, and, well, you look at like the Epstein list, and it's yeah. like Matt Groening or however the fuck you say his last name. And uh, and you go like, yeah, wrestling is still not respected by the industry. Like there was no wrestlers on this list. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, come on. Yeah, boys. not even Vince was invited. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the elite. Let these wrestlers, you know, let the elite. <laughs> Vince. <laughs> be a part of the elite. <laughs> Vince. Uh, yeah. Vince like, uh, yeah, like he like tried like uh, to like grab some girl's ass at a tanning salon outside like a sunglass hut in a mall once oh, that was that yeah. but like you know like yeah he's not getting invited to the private no no islands with underage kids but and dinosaurs crazy money too and his wife's in politics you, you know yeah. they have both <laughs> they have dinosaurs well that's the new rumor i heard too is that it, the new conspiracy is that he's not even dead he just got he just flew they just got him out extradited him and he flew out to his own little private island i, I, I don't island. think anyone killed him i really do think and i you know I, I, this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast but I, I do think that somebody sat down with him and were like, here are your options. These are the four people you still love in your life that we could ruin or yes. you can kill yourself. It was very Godfather. Can you talk somebody two-ish. into killing themselves? Yes, absolutely. Like that? If, yeah. Yeah, if, you, if somebody, I mean, if somebody, you know, like 
said to you, like, hey, like, either you can die or you, your wife, your mom, your dad, and all these, and they had the power to do that, you'd be like, all right, I guess I would fucking yeah. Yeah, I kill guess. myself. He also doesn't seem like a person that has a ton of empathy, though. He's got a brother that I think he's close with. I'm really good friends with him. Yeah, yeah. He's always been good to me. He's always so, been good to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do the same shit that yeah. I did with Andy Kimmler, yeah. but with yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. He's given me a lot of breaks in my yeah. career. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to add as far as the wrestling side business? Did I miss anything? No? Good. No. Okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's plug what we got to plug. You're up at bat first, Mike. Hell yeah. Uh, check out uh, my podcast, Irish Goodbye Podcast, with Mike Cannon. We do a storytelling podcast. Oh, yeah, I want to do podcast. that Yeah, good. you both should come in. Yeah, yeah. man, I would love um, to. And uh, we uh, also, uh, MikeFeeneyComedy.com, and on all social media, at I am Mike Feeney. Thanks for having me. No, yeah, you were great. Scott? Uh, Scott underscore Chaplin. Uh, uh, you know, you, that's me on Instagram. I don't do anything else. So just follow me on Instagram. You could actually, you know what, start following me on Twitter too. Maybe, you know, write to me. Say, hey, man, I like you a whole lot. That'll make me feel good. And then I come oh out God. to, believe me, New York Comedy Club this Saturday. So come Gramercy, I think. Um, I will be at the Secret Group in Houston, Texas, either tonight or tomorrow, depending on when this comes out. It's Thursday, August 15th. I'll be at Club 337 in Lafayette, Louisiana on August 16th. Brewskies in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. On August 17th, which is the first time I've done a show in Mississippi, so I'm excited about that. And uh, August 18th, I'm going to be at the Guru in Baton Rouge um, for like a 1 o'clock p.m. show, so like a brunch show. Um, and I'm at Magoobies in Baltimore at the end of the month for my comedy club. Next month, check out my album, No Real Winners Here, on all things, not all things, 800 Pound Rolls Records. This podcast is on all things comedy records. Uh, Alternatino, the show I wrote for on Comedy Central, is still out on Tuesdays. So check out that. And I th- there's a chance I'll be on live at the Comedy Cellar this Friday nice. night. I'm not sure. I was on the first three weeks. I wasn't on last week. You'd never really know. This is when we all like slowly walk out of the of, room. Yeah. <laughs> time. Well, I, this is why Dan's you do the fucking talking. podcast. I think I bring next up all year my I write a novel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said yesterday when I was hanging out with Donald, we go, I don't know. I might write a novel. It's like, <laughs> yeah. the saddest moment Start in a man's a book, life. Dan. And Zach, do you have anything? <laughs> Start with a book. Yep. Start with a leaflet. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>